0: Well, hello and welcome to the Movie Paradise. I'm your host, Athena Bulnar, and this is Film Thoughts. Film Thoughts is a weekly podcast I do on the channel every single Monday where I take some sort of topic within the world of movies, of television, or any of the other media, and I just kind of talk about it in this more long-form, casual, laid-back sort of way that is the podcast. So, uh, pretty much what I wanted to talk about today... Was a really interesting topic that um, was brought up by Carrie Mulgan. Um, She, of course, is an actor and she's out promoting her new film, uh, Promising Young Woman, uh, which really looks really, really good. I know our co host on the movie Paradise show, Rob Giginta, he put it as one of his most anticipated of this year. And at the time that we did those lists, I had not seen the trailer. And he kept saying, Nathaniel, you got to see the trailer. Nathaniel, you got to see the trailer. Oh, I'm your host, Nathaniel Mulnar, by the way, if I didn't say that up top. Uh, (laughs) He kept saying, Nathaniel, you got to watch this trailer. And um, I was like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then I did see the trailer finally. And I don't think I would have actually put it on my most anticipated 2020 list had I seen the trailer before I made that list. But, man, did that trailer look good, and this movie looks phenomenal, and the reviews are coming out, and it's saying that it's great, so I am very excited for this movie. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Um, But, she was out promoting the movie, and she was talking a little bit about the Oscars, and Carrie Mulligan made a really interesting point that I really think is worth talking about. So, she was talking about some of the movies like Hustlers, like Little Women, like... Um The Farewell that, you know, Little Women did get a bunch of Oscar nominations, um, but uh, she was talking about some of these movies and saying that not enough people saw them and that they deserved more recognition than they got, which is a separate conversation in of itself that I'm not really going to get into because I have sort of separate thoughts on that. But here's what she actually said related specifically to the Oscars that I think is worth mentioning, worth talking about. I don't think you can watch those films and not think that they deserve recognition, talking about the films I just mentioned, which she later on specifically mentioned Hustlers, Little Women, and The Farewell. And then she goes on to say, I think they need to be watched. I wonder if the system works in terms of getting sent 100 screeners. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to vote unless you can prove you've seen every single one. There should be a test. The films that did get left out are indisputably brilliant. So the way she phrases it is a little, it's not exactly the way I would go about phrasing it, but I mean, it's Carrie Mulgan, it's her words, it's her sentiment, she can say however she wants to say it. Um, But the principle of what she's talking about, I think is very much worth the discussion. And that is, should the voting body of the academy the the academy themselves the people who vote on the academy awards should they through some implementation be held accountable and forced to watch all of the eligible movies now there's a couple of different parts to this that need to be broken down the first part is that the distinct uh, to distinguish between All of the eligible movies that can be nominated, and all the movies that are nominated. And first, let's make it clear exactly how the system works. In order for uh, movies to be nominated, each branch of the Academy, so you have the, the actors who are part of the Screen Actors Guild, you have the directors who are part of the Directors Guild, you have the producers who are part of the Producers Guild, so on and so forth the writers for the Writers Guild, all the different guilds, all the different branches of the Academy vote upon the nominees. They are the ones who select the nominees, and then the Academy as a whole votes amongst the nominees to vote for the winner. So, for, let's take this year with the directors. So, it was all the directors, the Directors Guild, the directors branch of the Academy who hopefully watched all of the movies and then sat down and they decided, um, by voting that the best directors of the year were Quinn Tarantino, Sam Bendez, Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, and Bong Joon-ho. And then while they decided the nominees, then everybody in the Academy then voted upon all of the nominees. And so then, um, all the writers, the actors, the, the costume designers, everybody then were looking at the five nominees and said, yeah, I think this was the best director of the year. So that's just how the system works. The individual branches, the individual guilds, they vote upon the nominees, and then the Academy as a whole votes for the actual winner amongst the nominees. So I think the only way that you could do some sort of uh, implementation to make sure that everybody who's voting has seen all the movies, I don't think you can realistically make sure that everybody has seen all the eligible movies. Because four or five hundred movies a year come out, you know? And, you know, maybe not all of them are actually eligible for the Oscars, but the bare minimum requirement to be eligible for the Oscars is you have to play at least one week in New York and one week in L.A. And that's very easy for a lot of movies to do. Well, I'll rephrase that because a lot of very, 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 very independent movies don't have the money to be able to do that. So, but there are a lot of movies, hundreds of movies that are technically eligible for the academy awards and with a lot of the people who are in the academy they are and per the academy's um regulations and rules for being in the academy a lot of them are working professionals they are out there doing their jobs doing whatever their profession may be making movies and if you're out there and you know uh Maybe as a director, you're making one movie every two or three years, which is still an investment of all of your time working on that movie 24-7. But if you're a costume designer or a production designer or someone working in visual effects or someone working in sound mixing, you might be working on three, four, I don't know, maybe five movies a year. They don't have the time to sit down and watch three, four, five hundred movies a year as part of their requirement of being in the Academy. Everyone who's in the Academy, I'm sure, loves being in the Academy. If the requirement was you were forced to watch three, four, five hundred movies a year, in addition to doing your regular day job, a lot of people would leave the Academy. So, there's no reasonable way to make sure that every single person in the Academy has seen every single eligible movie to be nominated. That's not possible. There's just no way to do that. However, once you get past that stage of each branch nominates the nominees, and then you have all the nominated, um, people and movies and whatnot, then, then you get into a little bit different of a conversation because now it's far more narrowed down. I wish I had the number in front of me, but somebody pulled together, um all of the total number of movies that were nominated this year and the number was like 56 50 it was in the high 50s. it was like 56, 57. for sake of argument, I'm gonna say 56. 56 movies. Now again, if you are a working professional, seeing 56 movies is a very difficult feat. But you know what? I think that you should, if you are part of the academy, and you're voting amongst these movies for what you think is the best of each individual category, you should see all the movies. And while three, four, five hundred movies a year is completely unreasonable, I don't think 56, 57, whatever it may be, I don't think that is unreasonable. I don't think that is unreasonable if you are in the Academy. Because look, And maybe some other people have a different point of view on this. Maybe other people look at the Academy and the Academy Awards a little bit differently than I do. But the way that I look at it is that the Academy, being in the Academy, being part of the voting body of the Academy that decides the winners of the Academy Awards, that is one of the most prestigious honors you can have working in the film industry. Because... I will tell you, there are countless thousands of people who bust their ass for every day after day after day, year after year after year, some of them decades, to be in the film industry, and they will never reach a point where they're ever, even in the conversation for an Academy Award or to be a part of the Academy Awards. The Academy Awards, getting an Academy Award nomination, is one of the highest honors you can get in the film industry, and to be part of the voting body of the Academy who decides who gets those awards is one of the highest honors in the film industry. And like I said, countless thousands of people bust their ass year after year, decade after decade, and they don't get anywhere close to that circle that conversation and then there are people who through their own talent because they are as talented as they are and they put in as much work as they do they get into that circle they are nominated for an oscar they win an oscar they are put brought into the academy they are in that circle and there's a hell of a lot of people outside of the circle looking in wishing they were in Being in the Academy is one of the highest honors of the film industry. And I believe if you have that honor to be in the Academy, to be making that decision, to be deciding upon who is nominated, who is not nominated, who wins, who doesn't win. The very least that you can do is see all the fucking movies. That is the least you can do. Like, I personally feel like if you're in the Academy, and again, if you can't see three, four, five hundred 500 movies a year, I understand that. But when it's narrowed down to all the eligible nominated movies, uh, and you have 55, 56, 57 movies, and you're actually casting your vote when there are movies that you have not seen, I, I think that is flagrantly disrespectful to the honor of being in the academy now there are actual cases and and the documents of people in the academy not seeing the movies that they're voting between um there were people i remember there was a whole big thing when i believe it was the year when Birdman was up, a bunch of people were saying they didn't even see Birdman. I know when Black Panther was up for Best Picture, a lot of people were saying, uh, like saying, ah, oh, I'm not watching these comic book movies. There were reports of anonymous people within the Academy saying, I would never watch a comic book movie, so no, I didn't see Black Panther. Blah, 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 You are in the fucking Academy. The highest honor... the film industry and you on your goddamn high horse are gonna say i'm not watching that fucking comic book movie but i'm not gonna see it i won't vote i would never vote for a comic book movie well then you know what we don't want your vote how about that we don't want your vote i'm sorry it it just it, it makes me mad that there are people with that high honor in that circle, with so many people outside of the circle looking in, wishing they were in, wishing they were in their, pers- in their shoes, and that's not to say that the people outside of the circle would have voted for Black Panther, or they would have voted for Birdman or anything like that. It just shows that they recognize how high of an honor it is to be in that circle, and when there are people in the circle like, we're not going to watch that comic book movie because it's a comic book movie, blah, 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 You're taking completely for granted and disrespecting the fact that you are inside that circle that so many people wish they could be inside of, and you're taking it so completely for granted. Now, is the issue of people voting without seeing all the movies a giant, wide-scale catastrophe that is so completely ruining the numbers of of the awards that we could say, um, Shape of Water won Best Picture, but we can see that so many people didn't even watch some of the other movies that we can't even say that Shape of Water was the definitive winner. It could have been anything else. No, we no, it, it, it's not to that scale. It's not. And it's not to any scale that we could say that the Oscars, as they are right now, are not legitimate or not valid or anything like that. But it is while maybe a smaller problem, it is in fact a problem. Because I think the fact that there are even anyone, that there is a single person who is casting a vote amongst uh, nominees and movies without having seen all those movies, the fact that there is anyone doing that, that is a problem. Not a giant scale problem that it would call into question the legitimacy of the awards or the integrity of the awards in general, but it is a problem that even one person is doing, let alone that there may be multiple people in there. The number of people in the academy diffuses this issue so that it is not calling into question the legitimacy of the awards, but it is still a problem that it even happens in the first place. And I wish I could sit down with the people who decide, you know what, I don't need to see Joker. Eh, And you know what, Parasite, I didn't get around to that one. And Little Women didn't look that interesting. Um, But, uh, I mean, of the ones I did see, uh, yeah, I'll look for Ford v Ferrari. (laughs) I wish I could sit those people down and explain to them. There's a bunch of us outside of the circle looking in, wishing we were you. The least you could do is have a little bit of respect and see all the goddamn movies. So I think Harry Mulligan brings up a fantastic point. There needs to be some way, some measure, that we can make sure that the people voting for the Academy Awards have actually seen all the movies. Because I don't know if, like, I don't know. If, if you feel the same way, if anyone else feels the same way, but I feel like if there are people voting for movies without having seen all the eligible movies that that does taint in some respects, at least that one vote, it taints it. It does. It it affects that vote because who knows if that person chose not to see little women or didn't get around to seeing little women. And then um, they voted for, I don't know, Jojo rabbit uh, for best picture and then later, like, maybe they would have seen Little Women, and maybe that would have been their vote. Maybe they didn't see Joker because it's some stupid comic book movie, and then maybe if they would sat down and actually watched it, they would have realized, or, or they might have liked it, and said, hey, this actually would have gotten my vote. Things change. Minds change. And it should be done to some capacity to make sure that the people voting in the Academy for these movies amongst the nominated, not eligible, but nominated movies have actually seen all of the nominated movies. I think that's the least they can do. First of all, I, I, I think that it should be personal responsibility of every Academy voter that If you're in the academy, this is just what you do as part of being in the academy. But clearly, there are some people who don't take that seriously enough. And so the academy should have some sort of basis to make sure that the people are actually doing that. Now, how do you implement it? That I have no clue. And I think that is probably what's stopping this from happening anytime in the near future. Because I don't see any sort of practical way you can enforce... People actually seeing all the movies. You can't sit down with them and watch them watch the movies. Carrie Mulligan suggested some sort of test. I don't know how you would have a test. Like, are you gonna say um at the end of Joker, who does Arthur Fleck shoot? Uh, multiple choice. Is it A? Blah blah blah. Is it B? Blah. blah. Are you gonna do that? Because that seems pretty stupid. I I don't I don't know how you practically enforce that to make sure that everybody watches the movies i agree absolutely 100 percent. i agree in principle everybody in the academy should be held accountable to watching all of the nominated movies in terms of how you actually implement that in fact how do you actually get that done i don't know and i don't know if anybody has an answer for that i uh, i don't know maybe maybe the screeners that they send out you can look and see how much, how far through the screeners they actually got, if they watched it at all. But then again, maybe someone just fast forwards through it. I don't know. There's, it's gonna take some time for somebody to come up with an adequate, feasible idea for how that issue is solved. But I think in principle, it should 100% be done. 100%. Now going back to what Kerry Mulgan was originally talking about, it when she brought this up, was the idea of this might help the issue that the Academy has with diversity in that, oh, well, if everybody was actually watching all the movies, then maybe Hustlers would have gotten nominations, then maybe Little Women would have gotten more nominations, then maybe The Farewell would have gotten more nominations, blah, 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 blah. I don't think that really has as much to do with it. I've said my piece on the principle of it, so I'm putting that aside. And I've also said many times that, uh, and, and you, you, if you go on my channel, you'll find I did a whole thing on does the uh, do movie awards have an issue with diversity or something along those lines. I've talked at length that I don't think the issue is with the actual awards. I don't think the issue is with the Academy. I think it's that Hollywood is not giving enough opportunity to more diverse people in order to get more movies made about different kinds of stories featuring different kinds of people made by different kinds of people so that they can, then could become big Oscar movies. Um, I think that's more the issue because the Academy is just voting amongst what they think are the best movies of the year. And I think in a lot of, while I disagree with a lot of the Oscars um and it's not for me my love for the oscars is not about me agreeing with everything that they they nominate or have because if you look at best director category i don't think quentin tarantino was one of the best directors of the year i think personally i i like once upon a time in hollywood but i think it's a little overrated in my personal opinion and i don't even like using the word overrated because it's completely subjective I don't think Martin Scorsese was one of the top five best directors of the year. I don't think Sam Mendes was one of the top five best directors of the year. But then if you were to ask me to sit down and say, okay, well then, removing from the category the directors that you do not think are some of the best of the year, who would you put in instead? And it's nothing to do with any sort of bias or agenda. None of them would be women. I would probably put in... I well, I would I would put in Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. I would probably put in Dexter Fletcher for uh, for um, Rocket Man. I'd keep in Bong Joon Ho for Parasite, and I mean I could keep going down. I don't think that would necessarily change the um, the gender of the actors that are in the race. It would just be different people, and so. Um, it's, it's not, and granted, I haven't seen Little Women yet, so Greta Gerwig very well might be in there once I do see Little Women, which is one of the last movies I have to see before the Oscars actually happen. Um, <laughs> so I understand the irony of this whole thing about talking about Oscar voters need to see all the movie, granted I'm not an Oscar voter, uh, while I'm talking about diversity in the Oscars and I haven't seen Little Women, which is one of the biggest... Concerns of this whole thing that that people are bringing out with Greta Gerwig not getting nominated for best director But um, so I don't think the issue of diversity is necessarily with the awards And again, I've gone in length on this before So if you want more of my thoughts on that than what I just said, you can go find that somewhere else on my channel uh, but I don't think that's necessarily the issue and I don't think the reason why movie uh, Jennifer Lopez didn't get Best Supporting Actress nomination for Hustlers. The reason why I don't think Greta Gerwig didn't get a Best Director nomination for Little Women. I don't think The Farewell not getting more nominations or any nominations because they didn't get any. Um, I don't think that had to do with the fact that there were people in the Academy who did not see those movies. That may have been a reason, but I think if you followed the Oscar season for any period of time this year, or last year, rather, a lot of those movies were, it it, it wasn't in the, it wasn't being foretold. Now, granted, the Jennifer Lopez one, that was building a lot of steam. That was building a lot of steam leading up to it. And Little Women did get a bunch of nominations. It didn't get Best Director, but it got a bunch of other nominations, so it's not like Little Women was, like, up for all of these awards, all over the place for other award seasons, and then for the Oscars, it got zero, and The Farewell, while did get some buzz for other places, frankly, I'm not 100% surprised that uh, it didn't get any Oscar nominations, that doesn't 100% surprise me, just from the way that the season was shaping up, I don't think while it may be in some isolated cases, I don't think the main overarching reason of why these movies did not get the specific awards that Carrie Mulligan and a lot of other people are saying that they deserve to get. And by the way, I don't think we should ever really be talking about people deserving Academy Awards or anything like that. I don't, I don't think that's the right terminology to use, but that's a separate point. I don't think the big overarching reason of why these people or these movies didn't get nominations was single-handedly because the voting body did chose not to or did not watch the movies. I don't think that is the overarching reason of why that happened. Nor do I think that this sort of implementation of finding a way to make sure that everybody watches all the movies would necessarily mean that had that happened and been in place for this past Oscars, that Greta Gerwig would have gotten the Best Director nomination, that Jennifer Lopez would have gotten the Best Supporting Actress nomination, or that The Farewell would have gotten any Oscar nominations. I don't think that you can make that argument. Because... The issue of diversity in the Oscars is not regulated to the Oscars. It's a larger, industry-wide Hollywood issue. But I do think that having some sort of way to make sure that the voting body of the Academy has in fact seen all of the nominated movies before they cast their votes, I think that is worthwhile. I think that isn't necessary. And I think that should be done. Again, I don't know how you do it. I have zero clue as to how you would implement that. And I think if somebody out there did have an idea that it would have gone into place. I don't really know how you can realistically, feasibly do that. But I do think it is worth talking about, worth considering, and maybe down the line, somebody will think of some way to do that. Uh, because I do think it is worthwhile. So anyways, that's just my thoughts on this. I thought it was a worthwhile conversation to have, a worthwhile topic to bring up. Um, I thought, while maybe the the main point that Carrie Mulgan was going for in terms of relating this issue to the issue of lack of diversity in the Oscars and the way she phrased it of angling it more towards everybody sees all the eligible movies as opposed to all the nominated movies that i don't necessarily agree with or anything like that but the main point that she was getting at this main principle i think was very much worth discussing so my question is what do you guys think do you agree with me that the oscars is as high of a prestigious honor to be in the academy as it is and that the voting members should, well, first of all, I think they should just, through their own morals and principles, (laughs) I just think they should have some sort of personal responsibility to see all the movies, but do you think that the Academy should actually implement something to make sure that everybody actually sees the movies, and do you have any ideas of how that could be implemented? I have no idea. I have zero clue as to how that could be implemented. But do you have any ideas? Uh, and if you do, I, I would very much like to hear them because, again, I have no idea at this point. Leave your thoughts in the comment section below. Well, Once again, I'm your host, Nathaniel Mulner. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more content. And be sure to follow us on all of our various social medias at MovieParadise99. Uh, movie, uh, Film Thoughts drops every single Monday on the channel. Uh Movie Night Tonight drops every single Wednesday. Uh this Wednesday we are finishing up our month of boxing movies with The Fighter from to, by uh 2011 directed by David O'Russell. So make sure to watch that movie and then come back uh on Wednesday to the channel for our in-depth spoiler discussion of The Fighter. And then there may or may not be a Movie Paradise show on Saturday. To tell you the truth, this will this is a good chance for me to talk about this real quick. Uh, so Rob and I did the Movie Paradise show on Saturday. And you may go on the channel and you might see that the episode isn't up there anymore. And the reason for that is that I have shitty, shitty Wi-Fi in my room. Uh, I had been doing... Uh, we had been doing the show in a different room uh, before. And then I decided I thought things worked better in a diff- in my personal bedroom. And so uh, we set up the show and we did the show in there. And I completely forgot when we started the show that the Wi-Fi in my room is so bad (laughs) that we started going. And the show, I thought it was a good show, but the streaming did not work at all. And then when I went and but while we were doing the show, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe the stream's not great, but at least we have the recording. But then I forgot that OBS, which is the system I use to record, to stream the show. It records at the same rate that it streams at the same quality, and so the recording was just as choppy as the actual stream was. So essentially, nothing could have been done with it. I am in the process of trying to figure this out. Um, I am looking into getting a Wi-Fi booster for the room to help with the streaming. Um, I don't, Rob. I already said that he can't do the show this week. He's got another commitment, and I'm still. I don't know if I'll have a solution figured out in time for the show um, on Saturday, so I might not do it this week so that we can come back full force the following week, hopefully with a plan figured out. So I will keep you all updated as to whether or not we are doing a Movie Paradise show on Saturday. Uh, But usually the Movie Paradise show airs live on YouTube Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so, uh, keep your eyes open on our social media, on the channel, wherever it may be. And I'll let you guys know if we are, in fact, doing a show this week. So, anyways, that's going to do it for this installment of Film Thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and until our next podcast or until our next live stream, thank you for listening.